Hello, this is Nigeria Daily. My name is Lilian Ogazi. Nigeria and its geopolitical zones are contending with one form of insecurity or the other. With the Northeast facing banditry and terrorism, the Northwest heard of farmer clashes and terrorism in the North Central. Militancy in the South-South, insurgency and separatist agitation in the Southeast, farmer heard of communal clashes and even a sprinkle of terrorism in the Southwest. Sometime in December, Niger State had announced the reopening of primary and secondary schools shut at the peak of banditry attacks in Rafi, Shiroro and Munya, among other local government areas of the state. With the start of a new academic session, how many schools in the affected local government areas have actually resumed? Our colleague in Mina gives us a detailed report of what is truly happening in Niger State. It may... Uh... Recently, the governor also raised the same observation, although he said uh, some schools have been reopened, except few of them, uh, partly because some schools have been converted to military camps. Uh, for example, we have a government science college, Kagara, which has served as a military camp uh, in all these uh, years. And also some communities like in Shiroro, we have in Rafi, we have in Mashegu, these are military that, uh, camps. We are yet have yet been reopened. Purchases of attacks in those villages, and not only uh, schools as it is now. Some communities said elections may not even hold in their communities because of fear of attacks and the currently the attacks that are ongoing. Okay, so I was... we have a uh, local government like Munya, we have Shiroro, we have Rafi, Magama, we have uh, Mashegu. And also a part of Rijo. So this, which local government has security agents camping in it now? Uh, we, based on what uh, government has been telling us, mm. we have in Rati, though not in the rural areas, as communities said, we have in part of uh, Rijo, we learned there's a military camp there. In the school? Hello? Uh, is it in schools or is it just a camp? They are camping in schools? And also part of Shiroro, some of them camp in schools. Okay. And some are uh, camp in villages where there are no schools. Okay. But uh, I'm aware of that of uh, Kagara right now. Okay. A science school at Kagara has been converted to military camp. Okay. Have they and said? also part of Shiroro too. Okay. Have they said when they will leave for so students can resume school? Right now, communities are even agitating for deployment of more conventional security. Okay. So there is no end inside for now to for them to leave. Because uh, in part of Moshegu, the agitation in the last four weeks has been, uh, the call has been uh, the, for deployment of security agencies to their area. Although, like in Rafi, some parents uh, recently told me that they, are, they brought their children to enroll them in public schools in Mina. Okay. Instead of them staying at home, but Many of them are out of school. Okay. And it will be some concern that the uh, Nigerian Union of Teachers, uh, Nigerian State uh, Council raised recently, that government should do something to reopen those schools so that children, pupils can go back to school because uh, uh, keeping them at home for years now also portends danger to society. That was Abubakar Akuti, our colleague in Niger State. You are listening to Nigeria Daily. We'll be going on a break. Do stay.
You are welcome back. This is Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust Online. In this episode, we are talking about how insecurity has affected education and resumption of schools in some local government areas in Niger State. Before we went on break, we had a chat with our colleague in Niger, who confirmed that insecurity has truly crippled education and school activities in the state. He also confirmed that due to insecurity, some security agents are actually camped in some schools right there in some local government areas in the state. How do parents whose goal is to give their children the best, even in education, feel about this? I had a chat with some parents in the affected local government areas, and this is what they had to say. Hi, my name is Abdul Malik Ibrahim. I'm from Madaka, Kagarara, local government, Niger State. In our local government, we are experiencing insecurity that consists of banditry, kidnapping, and cattle wrestling. Okay. For the past two to three years now. So yeah. currently, schools have resumed. Has school resumed in your local government? Yes, some schools are resumed, but some are closed since the beginning of these activities because you have heard that uh, many schools in our local government have been attacked, most especially one school in Tegina have been attacked and they have been attacked and so many children have been kidnapped in the school. So as a result of that kidnapping of 100 something and 25 children pupils in the school, many schools are closed just to avoid such have a such accident to to occur again. Okay. So what are you doing? How are you doing with your children for school? How how, how are you sending them to school? Yeah, you know, we have so many communities that are displaced as a result of this banditry. Some are able to locate in areas where there is IDP camp, that is Kuta, local government. So people, uh, our uh, people that 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 are there are able to take their children to school, and some are residing in the areas like Neokunkele, Beji, Kagara, Tegina, Kwana. Okay. and so many places like that. So our people that are residing in those areas, some are able to mobilize themselves and take their children back to school. Some cannot be able to afford that because they are battling with what to eat, chocolates of sending children to school. Okay. Many of our children have become scavengers, beggars, and so many types of activities where we carry them along. So that is how we have been suffering. So for you now, which school are your children attending presently my 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 children are going to babanda primary school in Kukili, here in mina i have to relocate to mina so that i can be able to send my children to school so how does this make you feel uh, so you see anybody that that was in this situation must feel bad because it's somebody that you can afford now you cannot be able to afford you have to beg for you to pay PTA to pay some uh, charges in the school and sometimes you your children are sent back to home as a result of your inability to pay such charges mm. so uh, seriously we are in terrible situation and it's only few of us that know the value of education that can that, that can be able to take their children back to school oh. many of us cannot be able to do that because they can. They, they don't even know the value of dedication, talkless of taking the children to school, and some are the devil with so many challenges that carry them away from taking their children to school. My name is Baruch Bibren. I'm in Ishakwatu uh, right now, Chiruru local government. You know there are there are communities that presently most of them are in the IDP camps, but the like places 
uh, where I'm calling you, I'm talking to you from um, Chakwatu, a few kilometers away from Nina. But like you know, we have we have uh, 15 police in rural local government. Mm -hmm. So and eight of the political uh, across the River Kaduna that divide. You know, we have River Kaduna that cut, cut across rural local government. So it's like it divides rural local government into two. So eight of the political wards are across the river. Mm. So majority of the community across the river, um, that's um, Galadima Kogu, Erena, Waiti Chukuba, Mansa, Alawa, Urebi, Basa, and Gurumana Ward. So these communities, most of these political wards are affected by this security. So, okay. and, uh, so and majority of the schools across the community are, are, are locked because most of the there are not people present in most of the people around the are all in the IDP camps within the headquarters of the local government. There's Kuta. Mm -hmm. So the Kuta, the only schools that, the only place that children are able to go to school are the Kuta. There's across this side of the cross of the river, there's the Kuta as the local government headquarters at least. Okay. That's only, yes, that's the only place that children are able to go to school to attend school have you been able to send your children to school is your local government or your ward affected actually my ward is affected because i'm from galajima kogo ward okay so but because of the insecurity for long i have to come back to shakwatu presently i'm in shakwatu with my uncles and my parents and my children too okay so your children are going yeah, to so, school in shakwatu yeah, there with you yeah in shakwatu where we are now present so most parents who don't have access to move what is happening to them? Yeah. Do you have an idea of what is happening to them? Actually, most of the people, in fact, only few of us are lucky because when it it, uh, it, it happened long ago that we have a place in that Chakwatu because the place has been long. But most of the people that are, most of us that are affected, in fact, majority of us, a majority of our children are out of school as I speak. Because some have left their home without picking anything. They are living in their DP camps. They are even looking for means to eat, not even thinking of going to school. Actually, that's the problem we are facing. So how does this make you feel? Actually, it, it, it's a sad story, actually. It's a sad story. Thinking my own kids are able to attend primary school and some of them, their friends are there trying to get some parents are there trying to you know, make ends meet. It's actually a sad story. Those are some parents speaking. How long will this last? What is being done by security agencies to see an end to this? The police PRO in Niger State tells us. My name is DSP Wasu Abiyo, Police PRO Niger State police command. We need to understand that Niger state is the largest state in the nation. Due to uh, our size being the largest state in terms of landmass, and uh, we share border with um, Kaduna, uh, Zamfara, FCT, we share border with Kogi, uh, down to Kwara, KB. Um, and imagine, you understand, when you share such kind of landmass and boundary with these states, where we we all understand what is happening in our neighboring states that I mentioned. We know what has been happening in the situation in some of these neighboring states, uh, Kaduna's and Fire. These banditry challenges that we have faced in some local governments, as you mentioned, Shiruru, Rafi, Munya, uh, Mariga, uh, Mashegu, uh, and I think um, and some part of Kotongura. This 
sometimes as a result of some of this spillover from Kaduna, they come from Kaduna, come from uh, Zamfara to come and attack uh, the, some of the interior parts of this local government. And uh, as a means of proactiveness of government to avoid a reoccurrence, this, the government took a step to shut down uh, some of the schools in these areas for safety and uh, relocated some of these students to Mina, to Suleja, to Kotongora, where um, they can be assured and uh, be guaranteed of safety. For example, the Government Science College in Kagara, Government Girls College, Tegina, and some other schools like that. The government relocated some of them to Bago Secondary School in Mina, Miriam Babangida School. Some of them were moved to this school, even the school in um, Technical Science College in uh, Iso. So some of these students were moved to these places. It is not all parents that will be able to afford to move their, their children or their wards to some of these schools. But safety first, protection of life and property is a first priority. We cannot continue, or the government said they cannot continue to run schools uh, within this volatile area due to uh, the vast land and again the terrain of the states. How long is this going to last? How long would our kids be out of school, especially those who cannot afford to move to Mina or Suleja or the places that have been declared safe by the government? Just as you said, we we, we are having issues at hand. And when we are having issues at, like this, are we doing anything about it? Yes. The security agencies in the states are trying their possible best to ensure safety of lives and property uh, not just the police that's why i say all security the military the police the civil defense we are putting this together we are doing what we can we are working day and night to ensure the security of lives and property and we don't want a situation whereby our students our children will be abducted by these hoodlums it is not about how long it is about ensuring the safety of these children. It is about ensuring the safety of these children. That was DSP WSUS Abiodu, Police PRO, Niger State. And that wraps up the show for today. Thank you so much for listening. A big thank you to everyone whose contribution and voices we had on the show. Nigeria Daily is a Daily Trust production and you can download this and other episodes on dailytrust.com, bossprouts.com, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify and TuneIn Radio by simply searching for Nigeria Daily. You can also listen on NAS FM 89.9 in Yola, Unity FM 93.3 in Joss, Badegi Radio 90.1 in Mina and Sawaba FM 104.9 in Hadeja. Now, if you intend to sponsor an episode of Nigeria Daily, call us or send us a message via WhatsApp on 0913-893-3390. Or you can reach us via our social media handles on Instagram and Twitter at daily underscore trust and on Facebook at Daily Trust. My name is Lilian Ogazi. Thank you for listening and bye for now.